Spit to the beat. And welcome to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Prayer. You can definitely catch this show on Facebook as Stacey Be Unstoppable Prayer or Stacey Spit to the Beat Prayer. Don't forget to go to my YouTube channel, Spit to the Beat, and subscribe, like, and hit that notification bell. I really would appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me in the studio. Got a very special guest all the way from Atlanta. He's in the building with me live and in living color. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to get them on in just a second. But I want to thank all my fans, my uh, sponsors, as well as my listeners. Uh, continue to tune in to Spit to the Beat podcast where you can catch all the latest episodes on Facebook as well as YouTube. And now joining me in the studio. My guy, my friend, new man I'm just meeting right now. He called, go by the name, The Prophet, Najee. What do you say? What do you say? Yes, sir, Ski. What's going on, Mr. Stacey? How you doing, man? Good, good. Good to have you, man. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. All right, man. Well, you know, once okay. again, as you just, just announced, my name is The Prophet Najee. I'm a Nigerian rap artist from the great city of Memphis. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, uh, but officially I went independent in 2017 when I was living in New Orleans, you know. Okay. But I mean, I've been around the music since I was like a kid. You feel me? I wrote my first rap when I was in fifth grade at Ross Elementary School and when I was going by Bad Boy J. So if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, both that go back, you know, way back when with me and everything like that. That's how long I've been around the music, man. That is great. Tell us a little bit uh, about your background. You see, from Nigeria. Yeah, man. Uh, how long did you stay in Nigeria before you come to the, to the states? So, actually, man, I was born here. I was born in Memphis. Okay. Uh, my people came to America in '95. Okay. And, um, I came in '96. So, you know, uh, I actually just got back from Nigeria in August. So, um, it was an amazing trip, bro. I came. Was to it? Man. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy because I had not been since I was like five. I was getting ready to say when when did you actually so you was at five when you yeah. went back and then mm-hmm. going back at what age now? At twenty-six. Wow. Yeah. Everything you didn't know nothing anyway. No, yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> for, for me going there the first time as an adult, and you know, with you know my consciousness and everything being aware, it was just like it was so different, bro. I was like, wow, this is like really where I'm from. And it felt so good being home. I was like so grateful to God for the opportunity to be home, bro. I was like, wow, like this is, these are my roots. I met my cousins. I just saw how life was, bro. And I can tell you like, it's way different than America, like way different. Yeah. Bro. Do you have a big family back in Nigeria? Yeah, I have a big family back home. Yeah. yeah good, good. Well, what's the native food in Nigeria? Man, you know, um, it's a couple things, but uh, one one delicacy that's real popular is fufu, of course. You know what I'm saying? With the different soups that come with it. Of course, rice is always a, a, a nice delicacy as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we have pounded yam. We have um, moi moi. It's a couple of things, bro. You know what I'm saying? Goat meat is a thing out there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a couple of different <laughs> things, bro. You feel me? But yeah, it's, it's real nice, man. The food is authentic, bro. It's, it's yeah. like, it's crazy. And plus, you're not paying that much for no meal. Like, yeah. when you convert it to American dollars, you're like paying like $5 for a really big meal. It's crazy, bro. So you're not, you miss it a little bit? <laughs> I can't lie, bro. I miss it, bro. It was like, um, and, and one thing I will say I, I definitely miss is, um, 
it just seemed like everybody over there was carefree. Everyone's in their hustle. Everyone is, you know, going for their for their money each and every day. They're waking up hustling. But at the same time, it's like a carefree energy over there. And okay. the sense of community was just like beautiful. You know? okay. um, that's one thing I definitely do miss though. That was definitely a long flight though, wasn't it? Man, that was like 17 hours, boss. <laughs> About 17 hours, man. I, I ain't never boy, that, that song you gotta get used to. Even even if you mentally prepare for it, you you can't be prepared for it. Right. That jet lag was crazy. Right, man, right. It's crazy. Time zone and everything changed and stuff like that. They, they are literally on. They're six hours ahead of us. Are they? Okay. Yeah. So okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's get into you now more. I mean, that's a little uh, heritage of you coming in uh, up and everything like that. So being a young rap artist, uh, what 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 what's your take as far as has there been any challenges that you have faced? I face plenty of challenges, bro. Like, let me just be real. Like, yeah, sure. Be um, real. <laughs> I mean, so first, once again, as we're going back into my cultural background, being Nigerian and everything, uh, it comes with certain expectations because, you know, it took me a while to understand why there's a certain mentality to go for certain things when Nigerians are in America. Mm-hmm. Usually those things are like being in a medical field or being an engineer or uh, lawyer things i guess with like I, I guess high high level ranking or high level you know schooling um because everyone's trying to escape poverty you know what i'm saying right. they're trying to rewrite you know generational curses or whatever the case may be so typically they want their kids to follow that path and you know if you do anything else it's kind of like what are you doing you know you're wasting your time you know uh so and that was that, that was my story you feel me i actually um went to xavier university um, and I enrolled as a, a pre-med student okay, know, to be a doctor because, I mean, typically that was what I was going to do. I thought, well, I mean, this is, I guess this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is the route I need to take. Um, but, man, I, I can't lie to you. I had no joy doing it. <laughs> well, when, so when did the music hit you? The music hit me, like I was like I'm getting ready to tell you, uh, around 2017. Okay. And we, so it was me and a group of guys, and shout out to those guys. Or the greater good. If y'all listening to this, you know what I'm saying y'all, y'all, y'all know, you know, you know. But we actually started a a, a, a cipher for Xavier. Okay. We had not had a cipher before, so we were like the first ones to actually initiate that. Really? Yeah, we were the wow. first ones to initiate that for the school. And um, so when we started doing the the cipher, and it was like really big on campus and everything like that, it you know after we had got done. I remember this day so vividly, bro. Like after we had got done doing the cipher, we had, you know, we, we shot the video, we dressed up for it, did everything. Man, like it was a it was a bright sunny day. Man, it's just like the energy was just different. I feel like, man, I feel so aligned right now. You feel me? Yeah. And that's when I was like, you know what, bro? Like I'm not gonna lie. Like this is really giving me a lot of joy. I can't really see myself doing anything else because, like I was telling you, I've been around music since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, so it had always been a a dream of mine. And a, a reality to me to be an entertainer, be on stage and really give a piece of me to the people through music. So that day I was like, man, I got to go full force with this, bro. Like, I can't see myself doing nothing else. And after that day, um, I locked in, said I was going to make the journey, started recording uh, tracks in my dorm room. I was going to another guy. There was actually another guy that was, um, you know, recording everyone on campus in his dorm. We would go there, record and everything like that. I was dropping, trying dropping music like all the time. And I got to a point coming up into my junior year, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, when I switched my major. I switched my major before my junior year. 
to mass communication because it only made more sense, you know, for me to be in an area where I could deal with communications and everything like that. And I felt like it aligned with what I was doing. But as I had got into my after my first semester, I dropped out. I was like, I I don't want to be doing school. Like I literally want to lock fully in to the music and really like find myself. I wanted to go into the darkness to find out who I was, you know? Right. And I feel like I couldn't do that while I was in school. I mean, I, I know it might've been premature or anything like that, but like, it was just my journey. And I just felt like I was called to do that, to go into the wilderness, go through the fire and really figure this out. And like I said, I jumped full force into music recording, you know, trying to figure out how to do shows in New Orleans, traveling, going from New Orleans to Atlanta sometimes, or, you know, just anything I could do to get my name out there. Um, but you know, it, you know, my parents found out cause they didn't know I dropped out. They didn't know. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly the reaction. Cause when they found out, they had found out, like, I, I believe that, that, uh, summer of 2018, they found out that summer of 2018. Was it, you said junior year. Yeah. It was my junior year. Oh, you man. know? So I was like really almost the finish line. I really could have, right. I really could have saw it through, but at the same time, like, I don't really blame, I don't really regret anything because everything happened for a reason that it happened the way that needed to happen. Um, but they found out that summer that I wasn't in school no more. And boy, that was, that was crazy. Um, beach, that was crazy. Um, uh, yeah. Well, look, hey, hold tight. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk um, uh, about your, of course, you already talked a little bit about your passion, getting into the music, but I also want to talk about who influenced, what's some of your influence. Okay, for sure. Cool. Hey, this is Stacey, a.k.a. Beat Unstoppable Per You with Spit to the Beat Podcast. Would you like to be my guest if you're a singer, songwriter, musician, producer, or promoter? Give me a call at 901-341-6777 or email me at myguest at spittothebeat.com. You're listening to Spit to the Beat Podcast. With your host, the one, the only Stacy B. Unstoppable per year. And welcome back to the Spit to the Beat podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, aka B. Unstoppable per year. And joining me in the studio, my guy from Atlanta, Georgia, the rapper, the artist, the prophet, Najee. Yes, I see. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, now we was talking about you, was talking about earlier before we went on break. Uh, the school, how it came about, everything developing, y'all singing, making tracks and all that in the dorm and things like that. So what is some of your music uh, icon influencer? Man, I'm going to be real. Uh, when the first person I got introduced to musically as a kid that I remember was Tupac. That was the first person I remember. Like, wow. That was the first person I remember. And it's kind of crazy because okay. I tell the story all the time, vividly. Back of my mom's Toyota, <laughs> black Toyota. She had, like, I think she was driving like a 96 Toyota, whatever the case may be. On the back of her car, she's taking me to school, and Tupac's Hail Mary is playing. And that's literally like the first song I kind of like was bobbing my head to and was like kind of conscious of. And I was kind of like mumbling words or whatever the case may be. My mom looked back and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, she was like, oh, wow, are you feeling this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she, she didn't even know I was even like listening that well, but I was. And when I got older, I did my research on who Tupac was and I just got, you know, I fell in love with his character, you know, as an overall artist who just didn't care, you know, and mm -hmm. just unapologetic about how he made music, how he approached it. Um, you know, I'm really, really you know, sad of how he, how his life ended, but at the same time, he was him. Right. And, um, as I was getting, as I was getting more into music and recording myself and everything like that, uh, a, another major influence was Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, like, is literally 
one of the greatest rappers alive. I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you feel. I don't know. If no, you know, no. I'm saying, but Lil Wayne is literally like literally top five, if not one of the greatest rappers of all time. Okay. And he really influenced me to like really start spinning off the dome, you know, going okay. in and punching in and everything like that. When I started learning how to record myself, yeah. Um, and then after that was Drake. You know, because I was gonna say Drake. Yeah, fact, no fact, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, Drake, yeah. Drake. I mean, you got. I mean, whether you like him or not, he knows how to make music. Bro. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the stats show it. You feel me? And I like uh, and I like J Cole too. J Cole definitely is in my top ten for sure yeah. because his storytelling, his relatability, and just the fact that he can just give you raw emotion through music. He just knows how to create a message that you can just feel on the inside. You feel me? So I mean, I definitely say J Cole is definitely top ten for me. And so with that being said, you just said something that I read about you. you talk about the storytelling, the, the the things that kind of format your music and stuff like that. So tell us a bit about your process, your creativity going into your music. I mean, depending on what that particular track is or whatever that beat is, I really, first of all, I listen to it. I try to like formulate what I want to say. But I, I really nowadays I really don't even write anything. I just go to the mic and punch in. Like majority oh. of my tracks, these past couple of tracks that I've made, and even further down the line, I've just literally just said off the dome. Um, because once again, Wayne was like really one of my top influences. Um, I've written, you know, some tracks and everything, but I just I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit more natural for me just to say how I feel. Okay. Stop and then come back into it again, and then just depending on what that beat is telling me to say. You know, I listen to it like we're having a conversation. Like, it's supposed to be a relationship. You feel me? I don't yeah. I don't force anything or nothing like that. Whatever it's telling me to say on the inside, I trust my intuition and just lay it out, bro. That's, that's, that is that is an amazing time. Because most people, most artists, of course, they had to put it down on paper. Then, you know, singing or rap or whatever. But for you to just come off the dome and, and just flow with it. Do you remember? Yeah, I make sure I remember. Yeah, okay. you know, um... At the end of the day, I take my time to to go back and study all the music that I make and everything. Even with my last project, uh, Love All Over, majority of that was off the dome. Even yeah. with the, the the latest track I released, which was our Rockstar Lifestyle, like that is literally off the dome. Uh, so yeah, bro. I just I be I, I've done this for a while. I, I really have taken the time to figure out how to make music that I feel like can get played on radio. Like because that's really all I had when I was younger. So okay. yeah, I pulled up on you said Love All Over. It had like seven tracks on there. Her loss, it flashing lights, waiting for you, phase, you say that, need my interlude, uh, what's it? When romance ends and wanted time in Paris. Talk a little bit about those tracks a little bit. How that Ooh, came about. <laughs> Love all over, man. I can't lie. Shout out to shout out to the home scene, notoriety music group. Um that man, that I feel like that's a monumental EP for me. I can't lie because that right there just showcased another side to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I'm as I'm listening to how I formatted this whole EP, I was like, man, like I'm I'm you know touching on a lot of different emotions that deal with the name Love All Over. You know, dealing with you know relationships, dealing with new beginnings, dealing with how you know things end, how they begin in a lot of different ways. Um, I mean, bro, like it's probably one of my favorite projects, bro. I can't even lie to you. It has a lot of diversity to it. And um, you know, my I, I don't want, you know, I, I told my friends I have to hype me up, but they was telling me it was like it was it was giving them Drake vibes. I, I you know, and it's not coming from me. I'm not yeah. trying, you know, so I ain't never say that, but they told they were telling me that. I was like, man, you know, that's that's a really high accolade, a really high comparison, but you know, right. I take that because you know, once again, I take the time to 
be diverse in what I make. Okay, cool, cool. Look, when we come back, we're going to talk about the clothing line, okay? All right, for sure, man. Definitely. You're listening to Spit to the Beat podcast with your host, the one, the only Stacy B. Unstoppable per year. Hey, this is Stacy, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Per You. Thank you for listening to our show, Spit to the Beat Podcast. If you would like to be a sponsor, visit our website at www.spittothebeat.com and click the support tab and leave a donation. We really would appreciate it. Thank you again for listening. Also, catch every episode Thursday morning at 8 a.m. The prophet not is in the building with me on Spit to the Beat podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this uh, clothing line, man. Didn't I, I didn't see this coming. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh yeah, man. So you know, love all over, bro. Like, so it's it's crazy because it started with it started with the EP, and you okay. know, my my boy Cam was telling me, "Bro, you need to go ahead and get some clothes, bro." I can't lie to you because at first it was going to be merch for the for the EP. Okay. But I was like, you know what? I want to take it a step further. And not just keep it at just the EP. I want to take it and make it like real high class streetwear fashion. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm looking at people like Pharrell and Kanye who have been able to successfully integrate not only into music um, in a successful way, but into fashion as well. And I mean, I think I'm a fashionable guy. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? There you, go. But, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I can definitely do this on this level. So, um, yeah, bro. It's 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 you know it's here. I just I literally just uh, opened up the store online in November. Okay. I've been working on this since like February of this year. So you know it's still it's still a seed that's growing. But I mean, hey, I wear it with confidence, bro. Like, yeah. It's, it's like one of them. You feel me? I feel I, I feel your energy, bro. I feel. <laughs> I was one. I was going to ask you that. Uh, how did uh, development uh, creation of coming about with your uh, clothing line? You said it was back in February. You started. Yeah, about February. Month. February. Okay, cool, cool. Oh man, that's great. You got the music going now. You got the clothing line going. What's what's the year is almost up, 2023. Let's let's I know you're gonna finish the year strong, but what you got coming before the last couple of days, or we gonna just go and jump into 2024? What what's happening with Nazi? I mean, I'm just keeping it real, boss. I'm getting ready for 2024 right now, but I've already been mentally in 2024. You understand what right. I mean? Like for me, it's like you know, you don't want to just wait until the new year comes in in order for you to like start doing the things that you already envisioned doing because mm-hmm. i was going to do that for my clothing brand but i was like why do i need to wait i need to go ahead and plant this seed now and just get better as i go you know what i'm saying right um the most important thing for me is to just continue to keep the ball rolling no matter what what time what's what the, what the time is looking like you know what i'm saying it could be the beginning of the year the end of the year it doesn't matter every day is like a new a new day it's like the first every day you feel me so um I mean, we, we got some good things coming, bro. I can't lie. I'm excited, man. So in Atlanta, we got some shows coming up. We got, we got some shows coming up. We got okay. some shows coming up, man. That's you know, that's what I'm trying to get on the dance floor. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm excited for those things to come, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for the rollout right now. Let me ask you this: uh, future for 2024. What what in the tour dates? Tour dates. We are setting it up right now. Me and my team are setting it up right now. Okay. So, like I said, we got Atlanta on the list. We got Memphis. We're still trying to work out those kinks for Memphis. But right okay. now, Atlanta for sure, Memphis for sure, and a couple other spaces as well. Man, definitely keep us updated. So I, I want to be in the house and hear. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, off the, off the dome. Oh, yeah. I got you. <laughs> so this is going to be all new material, everything. What? What? Well, well majority of it is going to be stuff that I dropped before, you know, okay. crowd favorites and everything like that. Stuff from the EP, of course. Mm -hmm. Things that I dropped this year and even probably a little bit back. But, yeah, it's going to be some new things I'm going to be premiering for sure. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Look, man, I want to thank you for being on Spirit to the Beat podcast, coming in from Atlanta. And uh, I wish you well. I wish you much success and prosperity in 2024, man. You, I see your energy level. It's, it's, it's like a rocket. I don't think nobody's going to be able to hold you back. Hey, man. Hey, look, I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here, man. Because, you know, I was just like, you know, I, I see another brother grinding, doing his thing. Yeah. Like, man, I got to come and show love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you uh, responding back. So hold tight as we wrap it up, okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> want to say one other thing, my brothers in the house from Atlanta, Georgia, kind of give everyone a little bit of how can they get in contact with you, social media, all that information. All right, y'all. Look, for all the beautiful people that are listening out there, first and foremost, happy holidays to y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to this amazing podcast. But the way that you can reach me and find me is at The Prophet Najee. So I'm going to spell it out for you. T-H-E-P-R-O-P-H-E-T-N-A-J-E-E. And that's on everything. You feel me? You can also follow the clothing store at One Love All Over. That's the number one L-O-V-E-A-L-L-O-V-E-R. And the website is loveallover.us. But you're going to be able to get all that from the Instagram and everything else that I have. But the proper Najee on everything, One Love All Over. Yeah, man. There you have it. Proper Najee in the building, baby. <laughs> Thank you again for joining Spit to the Beat podcast, man. Yes, man. I appreciate We're it. definitely going to uh, get you back on again in 2024, okay? Yes, we'll do it again. Cool. Yes, cool. Yes, yes, yes. All right.